Hey there, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, Kansas, and welcome to the party, yes. everybody else, here on uh, Snap Tackle Pod. I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He is Dion Cliso of Preps KC. It is week two or one, one of the high school football season, depending on which side of the state line you are on. And, and we'll have some K- Kansas v. Missouri matchups yeah, we got a few. Uh, this, week, this week as well. So uh, that's what we're talking about here. Snap Tackle Pod, we talk high school football in and around the Kansas City uh, football uh footprint and area and for missouri it is week two and for kansas it is week one uh dion and we had a pretty successful week one i would say on the missouri side yeah not bad some really good games and uh you know i i joked with our our good friend over at spectrum sports <laughs> sean belden yeah. that, that was their game of the week was blue springs liberty and it went into overtime and liberty won with a two point. i go you might want to just quit because i don't know if you'll get a better game might not get better season. than that that was that was amazing uh, so <laughs> many things to take away from that game we'll start there Juan liberty is is really good winter williams is still yeah. really really good maybe the best football player uh in the city but two blue springs was right there toe to toe with what we think is one of the best teams in the city and it took a two-point conversion in overtime to, to to beat them i think that coming out of that the the question was answered was does blue springs have an offense yes they do does blue springs have a defense maybe they don't does liberty have a defense i don't know if they no. do either that that's where you know like this week blue springs and ray peck are playing each other and somebody asked me what i thought and i go this ray peck defense is a little better than, than the liberty defense they probably just played now it's week one so there's there could be some scheme things that you you know you got people in new places they can be different, but but Rockhurst and Ray Peck look like they brought their defenses out in week one where Blue Springs yeah. and Liberty brought out their offenses. Yeah, and about that Rockhurst-Ray Peck game, uh, Rockhurst gets the win, what, on the road at Ray Peck. And oh, no, Ray Peck got bit, the win. What's that? I'm sorry, yeah, Ray, Peck, yeah. <laughs> Ray Peck gets it at home, and which yeah. is kind of surprising maybe to some people. We thought, okay, they lose their quarterback, maybe taking a step back, but it looks like uh, now the Panthers are here to stay for maybe, no, maybe it, on a repeat was, run here. It was a tight game, and I think – I think that's kind of what I thought it would be. I thought it would be close. I picked Rock. I thought they'd win it. Um, but, you know, because they had a little more experienced quarterback coming back in, in Bailey. Uh, but, no, Ray Peck's defense, they gave up a 14-0 lead and then just shut it down and scored the winning touchdown with, I think, a second left on the clock. I think there was, like, one second left. So, wow. that looked like it was going overtime, but it didn't. So, that was a – that's a good – that you know, and that's – you got Ray Peck, who's the highest-ranked team in Class 6 from Kansas City, and you got Rockhurst playing good games. You got Liberty North going down to Bentonville. And, and playing with a really good, highly they ranked, were, they were kind of right there, right? They were, they didn't get blown out. No, they they got down early and then just kind of played with them. You know, Benville kept their distance by that you know seven to ten point mark most of the most of the way. But uh, no, it was uh, it was a good showing for class six teams, even in the newest class six team. Because when we recorded this last week, we didn't know and woke up on Friday morning and bingo, Park Hill South. Is in class six. And Black County's thrilled about that, by the way, because yes, they, and they got thunked by Park Hill South. Yes, and that, that's a good that's a good loss when you at least get the bonus points out of yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, and and in case you're wondering, and uh the, they announced the uh numbers, the raw numbers today. Staley was one student shy of being on the other side of it. So whatever kids they kept home that day or you know, shuttled away, that was a that's uh that's the old least Staley was trip. class class five. <laughs> they're class five, yeah. So I would assume that so they're the biggest class be, five. Yeah, I assume they will probably next year move up. Um, and I think Park Hill South is probably there to stay. They're the fourth smallest, but not, those regions aren't aren't nobody's leaving Staley and Park Hill South School District. So no, it's uh it's interesting to see. And uh, like Platte County was, you know, the eleventh uh smallest out of fifty-four, but that they're not going anywhere. Grain Valley's not going anywhere. I think that those areas that are growing that are up, 
you know, some of those stocks were like Raytown South was up in five. So they haven't been in five for almost a decade. So that's, uh, I, I don't know if that's because the, they're growing and they may be because that's, that's a part of the town where you could actually buy a house if you're a young family. <laughs> you know, there's parts of Raytown that are growing and, and people yeah. are moving in. So that's good. All right, one of the stars for Friday night was uh, Jace Reynolds, the running back down at Harrisonville. They took on a team from New Jersey, a like a multiple time state champion yeah. team from New Jersey that's a lot bigger than Harrisonville. A, they got the win. B, Reynolds couldn't be stopped. 358 yards on just 24 carries. I saw the, the, the raw total on it, and I was like, uh, he probably touched it 35, 36, 37, who knows, 40 times. That's 15 yards per carry. Yeah, and he and he didn't. And um, that's that says to me that that they are in a position at Harrisonville, and they've got some other weapons too, that he, if he doesn't have to touch the ball but 20, 25 times and they win, Harris, watch out for Harrisonville in class they four. Class now, four? They are in class four, but but that being said, Smithville went to Great Valley and pounded them 42 to three. So Smithville is ranked number one, and I think they've earned it. And I think they are the team to beat, not only in the Metro, but also the, in the state of Missouri in class four. Okay, very nice. All right, those were the games last week. Let's look ahead finally to Kansas this week. Yes. Um, getting started with Miege and Blue Valley North. North. The Kansas tonight. side on a Thursday. You know, this has been a, a start of the season game, I think, for the last four years. Uh, and it was a, like a Graham Mertz's senior year. It was a match of the defending state champions on a Thursday night, which made it even better and uh, kind of pushed them out there uh, by themselves. And, and you know, Miege is replacing a lot of people, uh, quarterback and some really good uh, positions as well. But uh, I think they're still going to be there, you know, in the mix of 4A, along with St. James and, and Paola and teams like that. Blue Valley North, defending state champion, got a new coach, Adam Pummel. Uh, we got a podcast up on the site with him right now. And uh, you know, he's, yeah, from yeah. OC and um, one of the, what a great name for a football coach, Pummel. I mean, yeah. I think it's made for that. I, I mean, even if he, I, I, I kind of joke with him, I was like, I said, when I first talked to him, I said, is it Pummel or Pummel? He's like, no, Pummel. And I'm like, you know, that might be one of those things like uh, Colbert that he uh, changed it to, <laughs> you know, like, because Stephen Colbert grew up Stephen Colbert. <laughs> and then he, well, and then, you know, like, uh, Joe Theismann. Hey, it rhymes. Yeah, Theismann. Yeah, Theismann to Theismann. Well, Theismann. Yeah. It rhymes with Heisman. We'll go with that. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I got to no. him last week. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of – we've got a couple quarterback whispers in this town, and he's definitely he's, one of them. Yeah. Of course, he really likes the guy he has now in Henry Martin. Yeah, Henry Martin's fantastic. And they've got some good weapons around him, too. Uh, and, and when I talked to him, he said that, you know, they like their linemen. And I know when Andy Sims – was there he was just like if i can find me five guys who can just yeah. stop some people for a second yeah. we could score and that's what he did the last you know four or five years and he definitely has through three quarterbacks i mean that's that's you can see what blue valley north yeah. has done and, and coach pummel will continue that and put his own little stamp on it change the logo to the the like the running the galloping uh, pony uh okay got that getting that updated on our site he gave it to me last night uh um, the galloping SMU pony is now the, the Mustangs now thing. The Mustang so, logo. Yeah, I, it's good look. All blue. I mean, it's it's a good look. So, uh, no, I think they'll do a good job. That's a fun game to kick off the season. Really, the first three games on Thursday night are great. Um, Who else? Olathe East, and, Olathe East and Lawrence. Yep. And uh, Free State and Shawnee Mission Northwest. Uh, now, Lawrence is playing their home game on Thursday because the University of Kansas decided Friday night is their night. For the, really first, for the first two weeks of the season yes and that's Friday next night. i think i think next week i think that i think free state's playing a home game on thursday night and 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 we've talked about this before but the high school coaches don't really like that when the colleges schedule games on friday nights i mean it's kind of their night they don't you know and 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 in a town like lawrence and while i don't know if there are 
tens of thousands of people who want to go watch KU play football. Maybe they do with a new coach, but uh, some might have to choose between going to the high school game or yeah. going to the, you know, going to the KU game, you know, so it's, uh, it definitely hurts. Two teams in Lawrence and Lawrence free state Lawrence will probably be taking a step back. Although they yeah. great new head coach, a former division one head football coach and Clint Bowen uh, stepping in, but they lose a lot. Like maybe the starting running back at KU this year. <laughs> yeah. And Lawrence Free State is going to get better. Like they have to get better. They were zero six uh, last year, and they're they're not going to be down for long. No, I think Free State will be better, and it'll be a good test to see where Shawnee Mission Northwest is. Uh, losing Ty Black and a lot of those good seniors. Yeah. I mean, and that's and, and you know, look, Coach Black had been playing better before his son's class became sophomores, juniors, and seniors, yes. uh, and did that. But that you know, there's there's good groups behind them, I think, and, and the numbers are up at at Shawnee Mission Northwest, and. You know, and, and this goes back to when we started Preps KC back in 2010. Shawnee Mission Northwest always had the most numbers in Shawnee Mission. I mean, they, they did. And they were kind of more the football school when Aaron Barnett was there. And they had just, you know, you look over and you go, that looks like a suburban conference, you know, class five, class six team, just in terms of numbers. And, you know, even Shawnee Mission West, their numbers weren't great when they won the state championship. Same with Shawnee Mission East. Not like they were low, but they're just not huge numbers like Shawnee Mission Northwest would put out there. So I expect that program to still maintain a, a good level, uh, even without Ty Black. Who I'm gonna miss because I love watching him play football. He was a lot of fun. Uh, he was great. Twenty too, right? Yes, yes, uh, even better. I love, I love quarterbacks <laughs> wearing like the number twenty or something like that. Um, all right, so our game of the week on KSHB 41 on Friday it was an upset. Olathe Northwest and Olathe West they were running away with it. Jay Novacek <laughs> was doing his typical campaign, making sure everybody voted, and then the last day on Tuesday, Blue Valley and Blue Valley Northwest came storming back. They got 42% of the vote, 40% for the Olathe game. So our game is going to be Blue Valley and Blue Valley Northwest. And Dion, I think it's, it's, it's going to be fun to see out of that, that pocket of Blue Valley, Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest, both all, all three with, with great quarterbacks, great wide receiver plays. It's going to yeah. be fun to see which one is going to be the best this year. Cause they're kind of around Robin kind of beat each other up last year. All the Blue Valley schools just played each other. I'm sure they're sick of playing each other at this point but I don't know who's going to be the best of those three. Do you? No, I don't either. And I think it's going to be week to week. And then maybe at the end of the, like last year at the end of the season, I think Blue Valley was playing the best of anybody. Well, Blue Valley North won the state championship, but at the end of the regular season, Blue yeah. Valley had kind of changed things around, but uh, then Blue Valley North got hot like they always do in the playoffs. And, um, you know, if you're a team like Olathe North, you just keep your head down in the Sunflower League, go play your games and stay healthy and then go meet those teams in the playoffs come. So, uh, no, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of those three. And Blue Valley West has – Josh Korkemeyer's done a great job. Their dips are not as low as they used to be. Um, and, and, and so they were a little young last year, and I think you like that. Plus, they've got a new stadium that's opening up at their school. They're going to share it with Southwest. It's the BB Deck Antioch is what they're calling it. I'm going to call it Blue Valley West. Aren't they calling it Ant Doc, Ant Dak or something like that? Ant Dak or something like that. Ant-Dak, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do that. I'll, it's, I only have so many characters, so I can't spell out, you know, 40,000 things on yeah. the location spot. Yeah. So it's uh, – it's much easier to just say they're playing at Blue Valley West. Like I like when Southwest played at Blue Valley, I played it. I just said BBHS and then yes. the BB DAC. So yeah. we'll see. I, I've yet to come up with that abbreviation yet. I was waiting until they got the stadium open, which is officially Friday night. So Friday night. That's awesome to hear. Um, all right. Also out of the EKL, it's going to be St. James Academy and St. Thomas Aquinas. And maybe for the first time ever here, Dion, it's St. James, the state champs with some momentum going into this game. Well, Tom Radke said that's the last thing on the list. <laughs> they, they beat me age. They want to stay title. They Check haven't beat Aquinas. Aquinas here. They got to get a You know, they beat Blue Valley a few years ago. I mean, they've, yeah. they've, they've gone through and done, you know, they've kind of marked off all the big dogs. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely 
it's definitely a big test for them. I, I, you know, I think early in the summer, I was like, eh, Aquinas isn't going to be as good as they've been. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it's a little, I, I don't know. I, I think magic going on. Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. It's bad. I just think that, that just because tank young's gone, I think maybe we all said, Oh, they're not going to be as good. Uh, but I think they're still going to be pretty good. And they've got a lot of good players on that team. A lot of, you know, D one players on that team. So well, they've had a ton uh, of sophomores last year. Sophomores yes. become juniors. Uh, and that'll be good. I mean, they may be a year away from winning a state title, but they may be right there in the mix with Mill Valley and DeSoto and teams like that um, in terms of getting there. Um, all right, back to the Missouri side here. Liberty North and Liberty. It's, I mean, just rinse and repeat each yeah. week, right, with that with that league, the Suburban Gold. That's the marquee game. Well, I think it's the marquee game because there's Blue Springs right back as well. But Liberty, Liberty North, we've been waiting for that one uh, for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's kind of been weird that they've kind of traded this back and forth the last few years. Liberty won last year, so I feel like Liberty North. I I, I like what they did in Bentonville in a loss, and I'm concerned about um, Liberty's defense in a, in a victory. Um, so I don't know. I, and maybe I, maybe it could be all wrong, and that defense kind of solved itself. I mean, you know, the one thing we talk about with Liberty is they lost Jalen West in their middle linebacker last year, and he was one of the best linebackers in the city. And that position can affect the defense so much. And the new player coming in just has, you know, coming, you know, he may be a senior, maybe a good player, but it may take a couple of weeks just to get that, the calls and that kind of stuff down. So I, I'm, I, I like Liberty more than that a uh, lot because of the way they played down in Arkansas. All right. So what about a blue Springs and Ray Peck? This, I mean, this could be a well, heavy hitter as well. We're going to find out about uh, blue Springs offense. If it's, if it's legit, um, Bill Calvarello, their sophomore quarterback played really well. Um, kind of a run pass threat guy. Tailback put up big numbers. They, um, Ike Eziagu, who, who I saw as a sophomore basketball player a few years ago, decided to come out for football last year. Now he's got all these D1 guys. He's primarily a defensive end, but they played him in some tight end and he had a touchdown catch. Uh, so that, you know, that's the one of the things about Blue Springs that they've done a little different under Coach White is they play more guys both ways than, than maybe Kelly Donahoe did. And I think, you know, not that, not that Donahoe didn't when it came playoff time. I can remember an infamous uh, the, the Davis twins senior year where uh, they they were moved to the offensive line and defensive line. Um, and I think the team was behind it because the guys on the offensive line were like, uh, the, the Davis boys are better than us. We need to, we need to let them play. Uh, but no, I, I, I'll be curious to see how they do health wise down the stretch. Uh, but but no, they've got some guys who could play and get up and down the field and their offense plays. I mean, that's that, you know, in week one, they definitely had things clicking. Um, also, like Park Hill and Rockhurst, one of these two quality teams is going to be 0-2. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like Park Hill's still a work in progress. Um, and Andy Sims took over, and he said, he, you know, there's a, diff- a little bit – he had a little di- bit of different culture uh, than the previous coach, and um, I think that the, there was a bit of an adjustment period um, going on there. So um, it may take them a little longer to kind of get going. We know they have all kinds of talent. Um, Ronnie Bell's little brother is their quarterback, and – and I think there's another Noel playing there as well. So they've got guys, they've got good lineage on those kids. And we know they have players. They always have players at Park Hill. So uh, Rockhurst, yeah, I think if they, I mean, they look back and they're probably like, we probably should have won that game. I think if they'd have got that third touchdown, mm-hmm. you know, at, at any point, you know, they, they felt like they probably would have won that game. So I, I think Rockhurst is going to be okay. And, and, and they will get better as the season goes on. But you're right. Those are two pretty good teams. And one of them is going to be 0-2. All right, let's make sure we cover the REMAX big three games on the Missouri yes. side here first. Oak Park and Winnetonka, uh, both 
both opening, opening new stadiums in, in the North Kansas City School District. Yeah, we'll have coverage of both those games. Uh, Grain Valley Oak Park is our is our uh, one of our big three games, and um, both of the there's it's a weird thing. There are four new stadiums opening this week between Who's Kansas the and Missouri. Talking about Blue Valley West. Well, Turner's been open for a year, but they right. haven't played a home they game. Played there. Right. <laughs> they haven't played, they played there. Soto. They played, yeah, they played Desoto. So I've got I've got people out at, at uh, almost all those games and and want to give that coverage uh, there. But uh, no, uh, Oak Park home stadium for the first time. Tonka, they both have played games there. They played some Saturday games. Um, they got lights a few years ago. Both of those, so they played some night games. But now they've got regular stands and concession stands and locker rooms and all that stuff that you need to have. And and I think that's going to go a long way for both those programs. You know, it's weird to think that Oak Park was one of the most dominant teams in the 80s and 90s, and they they had never played a home game at their stadium until, I think, like 2011 or 12. Um, and so, you know, they had a tough game with a really good Lee Summit team last week and uh, kind of played with them in the first half and then got away from them in the second half. So th- they definitely are a team that's got a lot of guys back and could play pretty well. Winnetonka, uh, they, they've got some key spots. they got good players, but they got, you know, quarterback and some spots where – they're filling those people. They, they struggled a little bit last week with uh, William Christman, the William Christman team that brings almost everybody back. So th- that was kind of, an, uh, they were kind of on the other side of the experience level. So no, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. When you talked about the coaches, Ken Clemens at Oak Park and Benny Palmer at Winnetonka, they are just thrilled and, and their whole communities are thrilled. So it's exciting. Uh, staying up North Fort Osage at Staley. What do you expect? So they're, at, they're at Fort Osage, but uh, at Fort Osage. it's at Fort Osage. Um, no, almost everything was up north. One of my photographers is like, really? I'm going north again? <laughs> Listen to Independence. <laughs> I said, no, we're, we'll be back south of the river again here soon. Uh, no, uh, Staley played well against Columbia Rockbridge. It got looked to be an easy win. Uh, my sources in the middle of the state tell me that Columbia Rockbridge is not very good. This is not the 6-7-D1 player Columbia Rockbridge. Now, Staley's you know, got Steve Rampey there, and, and he's going to have him ready to go. And Porto Sage has struggled the last few years, but they played a ton of sophomores and juniors the last two years. And now they've all grown. And they just hammered St. Joe Central. They had to kind of switch games there because St. Joe Central was supposed to play Ruskin and it got canceled and, and Fort was supposed to play Kearney. Um, but, but actually, St. Joe Central scored on them and had some good things too. But Porto Sage looks like they're, they're ready to go. Uh, and, that, and, if, and if Porto Sage and Staley are good in Class 5, that, that's good for everybody because there's already teams we know are playing well in Class 5 that have been really good the last few years. So – uh, you know, with Raytown and North Kansas City and, and, and teams like that. So, in Platte County stepping in last year. But, no, it's a Fort Osage Daily is going to be a fun one. All right. So, Maryville goes to Harrisonville. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Maryville. So I saw Maryville last week take on uh, Blair Oaks. And, man, Blair Oaks is good. And they dominated <laughs> that game. But Blair Oaks is class three. Maryville's class two, correct? Yes. And yes. So, they're jumping up to play a class four Harrisonville team which could be one of the, the better teams in that class. Maryville uh, taking off a big bite here to start the season. Yeah, no, they, they schedule tough, and, and I, I, they're, that's their plan. I mean, they were, in the, they were in the class three state championship game last year. They played really well down the stretch after they lost their quarterback and had to put somebody new in. They kind of got the ship right about midway through the season. Harrisonville looks good. We talked about them right off the top and uh, how well they played in week one. And uh, their defense needs to get a little better, I think. Uh, and I think that they – would say that, uh, and, and they'll be tested against Maryville. I mean, it's option football, and you got to you got to stay home. It's similar. They don't run the similar. They don't run the same things. You know, one's kind of more of a, a, a wing tee or flex bone, and the other one's more of a veer. Um, but it's it's definitely on the ground. That one should go by fast. I think. I don't. Yeah. I, neither, I think there was like five combined passes by Maryville and Harrisonville last week. So nice. I don't see anybody chucking it around. Yeah. Um, but no, it's going to be that's a that's a good test for both those teams stepping out of conference uh, and, and finding out where they are. 
One more time back to Kansas for the uh, last REMAX Big Three game of the week on the Kansas side. It's going to be Mill Valley going to Gardner. If you need a stringer, let me know. I can give you a date uh, <laughs> from that game. Well, I tell you, that's the one Gardner stepped up and kind of snapped it and got Mill Valley the only, last uh, year. Kansas team to beat him last year, yeah. Yeah, it was. And, and uh, you know, I, I know that Mill Valley remembers that. There's a lot of players who aren't there on the, that Mill Valley team, but there's still some uh, good one. There's a defensive lineman, I think, who's of, of note of sorts. Uh, overcome his, his parenting situation right, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but uh no uh this is a good you know jesse owen comes over from gardner and if anybody knows the only thing yeah yep. he, and i didn't know that he he told when i talked to him last week he said it was an easy move for him you know he's an olathe guy i'm an olathe played olathe north and, and and all those all those olathe people he's a he's an olathe guy but he and his family have been living in gardner for 15 years that's where oh, his wow. kids go to school so he's like it's like coming home he goes all our friends are here you know, this is where we live. So it was an easy, it was an easy transition for him. And he's really a weight room guy. And, uh, and the teams that he's been around, they've always done well on that and, and, and real organized, real together. They just didn't, they had a lack of talent in the late East, but you could see when he had some guys, they were really competitive and Gardner was young last year in some spots and they changed over to like a throwing offense. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they do. I, I, I'm a Jesse Owen fan. So, I mean, that's easy to, I mean, it's easy for me to root for that program. And I think that's good for the Sunflower League. If, if Gardner is good, that's good for the Sunflower League. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, Dion, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. It's always fun. Look for all the coverage on air at KSHB 41 on Friday night, and of course, online at prepskc.com. As you mentioned before, uh, all the scores are pretty much up to the second, up to the minute yeah. from uh, this week, both sides of the state line, Kansas and Missouri. Looking forward to it. See you next time right here on Snap Tackle Paul.